And we are live. It's Thursday. And on Thursday, we have ourselves a topical discussion, the discussion of the hour. What about our uh, quote-unquote Christian schools? Huh? What's going on in our public school system? The teachers, the faculty, the curriculums. Why are there so many parents? So many parents who seem to be uh, angry. Angry and uh, frustrated, disgusted, it seems. Uh, what's going on in the Western world, in our public school system? Has it, by has it been hijacked by a foreign threat or uh, interior, uh, or interior uh, self-destruction, if you will? Well, I don't know. Let's go see. We're going to read an article from our friends over at apologeticspress.org. And uh, the article is written by our brother, Dave Miller, titled Our Christian Schools. And of course, you and I together will share some of our thoughts and our perspectives and uh, experience thus far, along with the article, that uh, from uh, my experience, uh, these articles from apologeticspress.org always point us to the Bible and to Christian principle. That okay? That we're gonna, that's what we're going to do. If you ever have any topics you'd like for us to discuss, by all means, you can leave them in the comment section, or you can reach out to me, addedsouls at gmail.com. You can reach out to me also through my website, addedsouls.com. Uh, and uh, yeah, all that kind of good stuff, along with subscribe to this channel, give us a thumbs up, share the link far and wide, and interact with it. You know, maybe you have some thoughts, frustrations, angers about what's happening in our public school system and uh, the quality or lack of quality in the teachers we have currently teaching or educating our children, all that kind of stuff. If you have a thought, if you have a concern, if you have something to add, by all means, please do so. So, uh, yeah, our Christian schools, what's been happening? Now, this article, of course, from the perspective of the American culture, but for us uh, Canadians over here in China, duh, um, it's very similar. Our founding fathers, though, through a democracy, if you will, different than the republic, uh, I think it's a republic, right, in, in America. Anyways, similar models, but different, uh, similar principles, if you will, in Christian uh, nature. Uh, you know, living morally upright, uh, respecting mom and dad, loving your neighbor as yourself, you know, the golden rule and all that kind of stuff. did apply in these, uh, both in America and in Canada. Uh, sadly, that's kind of broken and fallen now, but that used to be the, the staple standard for public life, and uh, that applied to our public system. And the quality of teachers and the faculty and the curriculums were governed around academics, education, uh, uh, that was facilitated through Christian principle, moral, uh, being morally upright and knowing what uh, the difference between right and wrong and what is uh, ethical, what what is to be uh, uh, proper, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, we've lost that, obviously, and I think that's what the article is going to be uh, speaking about, and uh, we can share, certainly share our thoughts. I, even when I was in public school, and that's been several decades ago now, now in my mid-40s, it's been several decades ago, and uh, even back then, you know, a few decades ago, we they were already... Uh, some concerns from uh, a few parents about what was being inserted in our social studies, if you will, uh, to the minds of the students regarding sexuality and all that kind of stuff, which at a time was 
preserved for the household, you know, where that would take place and the kind of things that needed to be discussed with the children came from mom and dad, husband, wife, male, female. Uh, not so much anymore. Now we have, um, sadly, and I speak this in all love and respect, please understand, uh, but we do have uh, some very, um, should I say, destructive uh, teachings being, um, how should I say, um, manipulated upon the children who are naive and easily persuaded. And some of these organizations uh, are racist. Some of these organizations are perverted. Uh, some of these organizations are uh, political uh, political propaganda that are um, influencing these children, these young naive minds into becoming things that their parents uh, don't want them to be and uh, can't be in a civilized civilized, uh, civilized uh, citizenry. So there is concern. I mean, Anyways, we'll, we'll get into it a bit deeper as we read the article and we share some, some further thoughts. Now, you may not be aware of all of this, and this may be the first time you, you, you hear this kind of a material or this kind of a concern that comes to your challenge. Um, but I assure you, uh, having concern as a parent for what our children are learning in public schools from the teachers and the faculty and the curriculums, um, though... Uh, those who are against these kind of concerns will try to have us um, divided and hating each other for it and calling each other names for it, you know, and there is a file with all these um, names that we call each other when we disagree with what's happening in our public school system or we, we as parents have concern or we share questions to no answers. Uh, we are, we are called all kinds of things, racist and bigots and phobics and extremists and, uh, uh all kinds of stuff that is now, uh, kind of like the, the, uh, the weapon, if you will, the weaponization of linguistic, uh, <laughs> floggings and beatings upon individuals where it don't apply, you know, just because you have a concern for your children and what they're learning in school, uh, doesn't make one a racist or a bigot. Now, do those things exist? Are there racists out there? Are there bigots and phobics and, or people? Uh, uh, yeah, you're going to find pockets of individuals who do practice racism and that we should be against that that do practice bigotry and uh, violence against people due to their skin color or uh, their various personal preferences and, th and stuff like that. We, and we don't want to uh, promote that or encourage that. We don't want to do that. But neither is it right for someone who has genuine concern about the things being taught to our kids um, be labeled with, 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 with these things. And that is a tool of suppression and oppression, tyrannically so, uh, so as to bring in, bring in or allow a dictatorship or a regime of sorts that uh, has hijacked the minds of our children to make them out to be uh, soldiers for whatever extreme, whichever extremist, whichever extreme view, if you will. And uh, what was decent 
and what was seen as morally upright and what was seen as proper and pure, uh, publicly so, now is deemed, again, labeled these very uh, toxic, deceiving, uh, mischievous words uh, in order to, 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 to control to divide, take control, and take preeminence. And they're doing this in the classrooms and these teachers. Um, and I'm not painting a broad brush. I'm not saying all teachers. But if you've been paying attention, and not to the mainstream vein, not to the mainstream media, who since we've seen the uh, the hard facts, the evidence, you know, uh, the documents presented that um, they are propagandists. They are state propaganda, if you will. They are purchased uh, um, branches for a corrupt system. So they're, they're lying to us, very plainly so, lying to us. But you won't know that if, if you don't unplug yourself from, from that uh, very corrupt influence. You'll, be, you'll believe that what you are hearing on you know, CTV, CBC, CBS, uh, the CNN, and, and, and many on Fox now... Um, Global News, uh, did I say CTV? All these, and Hollywood, of course, and uh, whatnot, they, 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 they're they organized in such a way uh, to have you believe a lie. And, and they'll have you believe the lie by, again, utilizing words that would have you perhaps uh, be quiet and cow you know become the coward and go quiet and just kind of hide under the bed if you will and it's designed that way it's designed to discourage you from from questioning what they're doing and to calling evil what uh, to exposing evil you don't want you to do that and that's this is nothing new this is not a new trend it's nothing that has uh caught us off guard this has been of course the reoccurring history uh, throughout humanity uh, in a fallen world where we choose rather to become lawless, godless, and um, do stuff we shouldn't do, which is going to cause a lot of bloodshed and a lot of pain. And we know that because our countries right now, America and in Canada, we legally murder. It is legal to murder. Of course, it is subjective to the hands of the corrupt powers and principalities that be. You and I just can't go outside and murder who we want to. That quote-unquote privilege only applies to a corrupt government, a corrupt system that has, of course, um, infiltrated all branches of public life. And I encourage you to check out our Friday sessions. On Friday, during our podcast, our Friday session theme is uh, it is allocated to um, sociopolitical affairs. And we kind of take a look at uh, what's taking place on, on that front. But here for the discussion uh, of the hour and the topic at hand is regarding uh, our school system, our public school system and the teachers that we have there. And we're going to go into our uh, the article here from our friends over at apologeticspress.org titled Our Christian Schools, author Dave Miller. And uh, let me just open that up here so we can have ourselves a read. Okay, there was a time in America, in American history, he says, and of course this would apply morally so to the Canadian history. It, very similar. Okay, so there was a time in American history where the moral character of a school teacher was part of the qualification process, right? Society felt that school teachers should be superior models or of moral and spiritual behavior for their pupils. Absolutely, that was something that you were held uh, to account. It was an accountability. If you were going to teach our children, you had best uh, not only publicly 
uh, live a an upright life, a moral and spiritual life, but it would have to be something that was found in your household as well, in your heart, in your mind, in, in your behavior. And uh, that was an important standard that we, we since lost. But anyways, the, the article continues. As hard as it may be to believe, the average American community, or Canadian community to that matter, and a Canadian community, you know, there are locations in America that are slowly catching up to to, to uh, Canadian decay, if you will. But, but there are some states, man, that I've seen... <laughs> If you're talking about like California and New York and, and, you know, on the far east or far west, man, y'all are just like Canadians to us. I mean, you're just, we're on the same boat sinking down. Okay, so the article continues. So the average American community would never have uh, countenanced the idea of hiring a school teacher who consumed alcoholic beverages or who used foul language or who was divorced or who was divorced and remarried unscripturally, thereby living in an adulterous relationship. It was just not something you were allowed to practice openly in order to be part of public society in a teacher's platform. And listen, I'm a bit of an excursion before we keep reading, and I've said this many times in our sociopolitical segments on Fridays. It's not that you... You live in a country, or we once live in a country, slowly losing it now, that you... you you could live you could fornicate you can be an adulterer you can be an you can be a homosexual uh you, you you can do all these things you can you 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 can take sociopolitical positions uh that have been failed models but you have the freedom to think of those things in a free country such as you know uh socialism marxism fascism uh communism those kind of things but in a free country, you can have that thought, or you can ascribe to that position, that political position. But there was a time where the reason we function through Christian principle in society, through government, corporation, academics, entertainment, you know, sports, movies, music, and uh, media, cable and social, um, there was a time where if you were going to be given the privilege of a leader in those branches of public life, if you will, well, there was a standard to it. You had to be morally upright. You had to be an individual that would be a, an example, a staple and standard to the citizenry and to those you would be leading and teaching. And that functioned very well for a very long time. And it is my honest and humble opinion that if there is any hope of renewal for America and Canada, which is going to take decades at how far we've fallen, but it is going to have to be part of the policy where we once again bring back this standard of public life if you are going to be in public service to lead, govern, and educate. We will once again have to go back to what works. That's very, 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 very important. And it is very, very, very foolish in the minds of those who have so aggressively sought to destroy, to divide, conquer, destroy, our nation, our Christian principles. And make no 
There is no mistake about this. You, you need to understand this. Every wicked, evil, corrupt policy and action taking place has one design and one design only, to remove Christianity. There is no other purpose. They might tell you it has to do with the economy. They might tell you it has to do with transportation. They might tell you it has to do with education. They might tell you it has to do with foreign relations. They might tell you it has to do with law and order. They might tell you it has to do with anything and everything. They might manipulate us in the linguistic style. They so eloquently seem to uh, uh, um, peruse from their, from, from their pulpits, if you will, from their leadership stands and, and spotlights. Listen, all of it means... If you're not understanding the language of a corrupt politician and to which most of them are corrupt, let me just simplify it for you. They want to remove Christianity from our shores. And if I dare say, I think they've pretty much... They've pretty much done that now. That's why we find ourselves in a broken country and a fallen nation, currently governed by foreign threat and globalist powers. And it's, I know I should probably reserve these for the Friday sociopolitical segment. I'm getting ahead of myself with this, but I have passion for this because I love my neighbor and I love my children and I love your children and I care for you as a neighbor. You might hate me, you might think I'm the enemy, I'm not, I'm your friend, and I care for you, and I don't speak this way because I am found loyal to any political affiliation. I, I, I assure you, this is not Republican talk, this is not Democrat talk, this is not independent talk, this is not NDP or Green talk, this is human being talk. Understanding that our freedoms come from God our Lord and Master Jesus Christ, and no earthly corrupt government. It was the same during the oppression of the Roman Empire for our brethren in the first century, and it is the same today as our countries have been hijacked by these foreign threats and powers. Okay, back to the topic at hand, Christian schools and teachers. There was a time when a standard for those who taught our children was demanded. And if you did not uphold that standard, you would be dismissed, removed, unemployed, if you will. Okay? The moral and spiritual decay of American civilization or Canadian civilization is so pervasive that for all practical purposes, previous perspectives have been reversed. It's now virtually illegal to take into account a teacher's moral behavior. She could be a prostitute on Saturdays and teach our children on Monday. And if you dare question that, you are a bigot, a phobic of sorts, a very evil person. Not only someone who uh, should be seen publicly demonized, slandered, ostracized, suppressed, oppressed. But I assure you, they are uh, seeking execution also, soon to be a policy. Take, for example, the recent arrest of a 37-year-old Berkeley, California high school teacher for moonlighting as a prostitute. And prostitution, by the way, a bit of an excursion away from the article. Again, prostitution is no longer politically correct. There are certain things you are no longer allowed to say publicly out there. For instance, over here in Canada, I am no longer allowed to 
publicly say things like prostitution. They are considered now sex workers. I am no longer allowed to say doctor-assisted suicide. It is now simply facilitating a peaceful death. You understand? Murdering a baby is called health care. Murdering our seniors is compassion. Murdering our youth is compassion. We have truly fulfilled the prophet, haven't we? Calling evil good and good evil. We keep reading from the article here. Comparing herself to Martin Luther King Jr., this 37-year-old Berkeley uh, California high school teacher, she compares herself to Martin Luther King Jr. in her fight to decriminalize, decriminalize the illicit activity of prostitution. She insisted that her feminist ideals encourage a woman's right to, quote, self-determination. My body, my choice, right? Quote, I feel that prostitution laws are dinosaurs. You catch that? I feel that prostitution laws are dinosaurs. She has indeed quoted her source of authority, her emotions. This is how we operate now in a fallen nation, is it not? I feel like I am a mid-30s busty blonde. I am a woman. And as a woman, I can become with child. What you are seeing here outwardly is not really who I am inwardly. How do I know that? I feel like a woman trapped in a man's body. Does that authority hold weight? Well, apparently it's it does. Because this authority, our emotions, our feelings, is now what governs our nations. <laughs> I feel that prostitution laws are dinosaurs, she says. They, they, that they're similar to sodomy laws. And they will eventually be reappealed. That's what she says. Now, one of her fellow teachers called her a, quote, tremendous teacher. And condemned the, nation, the notion that, quote, teachers can't do what they want to in their personal lives. The gradual erosion of basic standards of decency, virtue, and ethical right and wrong has taken the nation into moral chaos, sexual depravity, and social confusion. The sexual anarchy that is being flaunted and allowed to flourish, unimpended, is literally bringing American civilization to the brink of a complete moral and spiritual breakdown. Now over here in Canada, it has. So we kind of can speak as men from the future. Oh, and how dare I? I just said something I should not have. I said men. The central, the central justification for the creation of private Christian schools, the article continues, is to provide a haven from the worldliness that has inundated the public school system. When a Christian school, which claims to be an antidote to the secular worldly school, permits the gradual encroachment of worldliness into its own ranks, it has forfeited its right to exist, or at least to, to, to bill itself as, quote, a Christian school. Such a school either needs to stop existing or stop claiming to be, quote, Christian. And there I say to my fellow brother, who has written this article, David Miller, 
Brother, America should no longer be called a Christian nation, nor should we over here as Canadians. See, the foreigners, the pagans, that's how they used to identify these nations. They used to say, oh, America is a Christian nation. Canada is a Christian nation. And we cling to that title, don't we? Because we just can't let it go. Maybe it's pride. Maybe it's just we don't want to face the facts that, yeah, we are no longer a Christian nation. A Christian nation does not legally murder its citizens and calling it compassion or health care or whatever. We do not allow our children into the hands of pedophiles and molesters and deviants and, and, and call it love. Yeah, no, a, a Christian nation doesn't do that. We are not a Christian nation. If a, if a school calling itself a private Christian school uh, has teachers, faculty, and, and curriculums educating our children into the same thing, same immoral depravities that, that, than the world, then you're right. We should not call... Those schools don't have the right to call themselves Christian schools anymore. They aren't. Interestingly enough, to the same principle, how many churches are in America and in Canada calling themselves Christian churches, but you walk in there and it don't take you a long time to figure out that what's going on in there don't come from God at all. Are we just going to face the reality of the situation or are we going to keep ourselves blind and deceived? No, friends, we have to be transparent with our faith. America is not a Christian nation anymore. Canada is not a Christian nation anymore. The sooner we figure that out, the sooner we can work at renewal, right? To work at healing, to work at the, uh, becoming very active in our faith. So again, the article continues, the central justification for the creation of private sc uh, Christian schools is to provide a haven from worldliness that has uh, that has inundated the public school system. And when that no longer takes place, there's a problem. So such, such a school either needs to stop existing or stop claiming to be a Christian, to be Christian schools. The compromise of even one moral principle places it, uh, places it in the same class with secular schools. It differs from them only in degree, not in kind. That's important. That's, that's well-written. In addition to allowing ourselves to tolerate and become comfortable with the worldliness that engulfs the nation, somewhere along the line, the original intention of the Christian school was uh, subtly, uh, subtly altered, right? It's deviated. Attention was originally directed toward insulating children from worldliness while educating them to live life in view of God. In other words, to prepare them to be upstanding, decent adults. Now, however, the focus of the private school or the private Christian school is to achieve academic credibility according to the world's standards. The Christian school now seeks secular credibility and worldly authenticity for the student. And is it not true that everything seems to be the same everywhere? Government, corporation, academics, entertainment, media. With, what, with that goal in view, the personal moral conduct of teachers has taken a backseat to the need to provide academic, quote, quality. To call attention to this insidious occurrence is taboo. 
It's considered by some as tantamount to challenging the Lord himself. How dare you question these things? How dare you say such things? It's not politically correct. It's not allowed anymore. An irrational attitude exists among many that a school, one's alma master, parentheses, or employer, is sacred and must be defended, protected, and excused at all cost. This misplaced zeal puts loyalty to men and man-made institutions above loyalty to Christ and his church. And man, oh man, could I say some stuff about that. That is true across the board. Some will remain true and loyal to their political affiliation and uh, policies, even when the party has become corrupted, completely so, depraved, immoral, murderous, liars, perverts, no, nope, got to stick with it. Why? Well, you know, mom and dad and grandma and grandpa were always insert the political party, so therefore I'm always going to be insert the political party. No, that should not be the case. And some preachers do the same thing when they leave these preaching schools. They are more loyal to their teachers and preaching schools than they are Jesus Christ. Eh, that should not be the case. We continue. The article says, uh, let me see here. This misplaced zeal puts loyalty to men and man-made institutions above loyalty to Christ and his church. It places personalities and politics above principle and sentimental and sentimentality above spirituality. We seek the sensational instead of the truth. It is a classic case of the tail wagging the dog. Yeah. Should slash would the church permit a lesbian couple to serve as house parents at a church-affiliated children's home? Should slash would the church allow a practicing homosexual to serve as a professor at a Christian college? Should the church allow a Muslim, Buddhist, or Hindu to hold a teaching position at a Christian school? Should a Christian who drinks alcohol and participates in dancing at nightclubs be allowed to teach in a Christian institution? Should moral behavior and religious beliefs have any bearing on the matter of, of who should be allowed to occupy faculty positions in our Christian schools, colleges, and universities? Good questions to ask. Again, how can we call ourselves a Christian nation when everything in leadership, government, corporation, academics, entertainment, and media, all of it is run by, well, homosexuals, Muslims, atheists, you name it. We're fooling ourselves if we truly think we're... <laughs> We're Christian nations anymore. Okay, if a person is unhindered by personal prejudice or politics, the answers to these questions are biblically clear and indisputable. If you're an honest student of the scriptures and you are truly humble in seeking to please God and to follow our master, Jesus Christ, you look in the mirror. You, you should not try to fool yourself or deceive yourself. You should know what's going on or start learning. The only conclusion to draw that is in harmony with Bible principles and Christian spirituality is that Christian school employees, especially the administrators and teachers, ought to be above reproach in their moral standing. If a teacher engages in immoral social behavior, an example, use of alcohol, dancing, etc., he or she ought to be removed from employment. Oh man, this is hate speech of the highest order over here in Canada. 
you, you can get fined and jailed for saying such things. Oh yeah, that's very hateful. It's not politically correct. You can't say those things. Teachers have the right to do what they want to do. And I assure you, most teachers are openly practicing LGBTQ agenda-driven individuals. Most of our class, cl classrooms in public school are driven by the ideology of Marxism, social Marxism and fascism, by those who claim to be against fascism. <laughs> Therein lies the deceit. Most of them are driven by very racist ideologies who will have you hated if your skin pigmentation is not the right shade of either white or black. Instead of teaching our children about humankind, it's sad, but this is indeed the telltale uh, indication of a fallen nation. The article continues and says, If a teacher unscripturally divorces his or her mate and remarries in violation of Bible teaching, in other words, Matthew 19.9, he or she should be removed from employment. Parentheses, if the partner of a lesbian marriage, quote-unquote marriage, is unsuitable for employment in a Christian school, then the partner of an adulterous marriage is equally unsuitable, end parentheses. And we see this in politics now as well. Our, our once strong conservative party, to which Canada for a long time was a conservative-minded people, uh, now is permeated by abortionists and homosexuals. Does one honestly think on the day of judgment that God is going to endorse, sanction, or ignore the, ima the, the imaginary line that some Christians have drawn between homosexuality and adultery? Both fall into precisely the same biblical category, and both are equally condemned as, quote, fornication, 1 Corinthians 6, 9. Quote, but we will be sued if we practice such rigid standards, one might say, right? Well, maybe so, probably so. Hey, again, if you're in Canada, you might even be put in jail. It's time for Christians to consider how much they really love Jesus Christ. Did Paul consider the possibility of a lawsuit when he instructed to take immediate public disciplinary procedures against the Christian who was a fornicator? 1 Corinthians 5, verses 1 through 5. After all, lawsuits were actually occurring among the Christians. 1 Corinthians 6, 1 through 8. Quote, the fear of man brings a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord shall be safe. Proverbs 29, 25. And you can compare that along with 1 Samuel 15, 24 and John 12, 42 and 43. To fear a lawsuit is to fear men more than God. We had an experience with that not too long ago, a few years ago. Now, back in, I think, 2020 or 2021, I can't remember, but... As the minister of a local congregation, the police officers came in and brought us away. Why? Because we were not allowed to congregate together to worship God in a said location. So saith corrupt governing authorities. Well, we need to worship God as his church on Sunday. And because we chose to do so, law enforcement came to dismantle the assembly. And they could have took me and brought me to prison, like so many denominational leaders and have gone through in this country. Some pastors, priests, and various others were incarcerated 
and uh, severely um, punished, mistreated, and fined. Well, what are you going to do? God is whom we follow. God is whom we seek permission for our freedom. Okay. The quote, okay, uh, the article continues, to fear a lawsuit is to fear men more than God. Jesus warned, quote, my friends, do not be afraid of those who kill the body, and after that have no more they can do to you. But I will show you whom you should fear. Fear him who, after he has killed, has power to cast into hell. Yes, I say to you, fear him. Luke chapter 12, verses 4 and 5. We need to fear God. God is the power, the source authority for our freedom, our boundaries, law and order, mercy and grace. No project, the uh, article concludes here, no project, institution, or good work must be allowed to obscure the greater reality of obeying God in every sphere, in every aspect of life. We dare not allow ourselves to be blinded by loyalties that result in our making void the clear teaching of Jesus Christ. Matthew 15.3 and Mark 7, verse 9 and verse 13. And that concludes the article titled Our Christian Schools by our brother Dave Miller over at apologeticspress.org. Public schools, right? Or Christian schools. There was a time where all of it was known as Christian schools and public schools because it was a Christian nation. And though most were not accurate to the new birth that is necessary for one to become a Christian, most operated with the principles of moral uprightness in our nation. And that was certainly the case from our teachers. You could trust your teachers. You knew your teachers loved you and they would place uh, your life before their own. And they were there to educate you. I've had teachers like that, far and few in between, but I've, I've had them in my public school experience. Um, and it's just, it's sad that we've, we've let everything go because we're scared to be called names or get in trouble by these very uh, wicked uh, powers that are now in control of public life. And we got we to gotta take it back. We got to take it back. Um, we are allowed to practice defense and stand up for ourselves legally. Our founding documents is law, and we are to abide by that law. And if corrupt powers want to manipulate that into uh, into a very uh, murderous community, then then we have the right as Christians to stand up against that, and to stand up against school teachers who are uh, morally depraved. Some of them are pedophiles. They just want, they just infiltrate and they infiltrate it in there to get to your kids, man. Like, I mean, it's really at the point where we need to be quite clear on this as, as, as Christians. No good, sound, faithful Christian should participate, encourage, promote, or vote for any political policy or party that would promote the further decay of our children's education and our societal uh, un unity. All these globalist powers and all these nefarious and very sinister plots to dismantle a once great Christian nation. Um, man, listen, as Christians, we got to be wise about this. And I do encourage you, of course, to listen into my Friday's 
sociopolitical uh, podcast, that's where we dive a bit deeper and we kind of look at all the the aspects uh, to it. But anyways, for this session here, we looked uh, a bit into this article in regards to public the public school system and the public school teachers and what they're saying and how they're saying it and, and what needs to be done. And pretty much the point was this. We should remain, we should return, renew the standard for teachers to our kids. They should be morally upright. They should be, they should have no association with any, uh, uh, racist agenda or organization. Uh, they should not be participating or agenda driven by uh, sexual deviancies. They should not be uh, agenda driven with sociopolitical agendas that are hostile to Christian principles. And it shouldn't be allowed. There should be a standard, and we've lost that, and we need to bring it back. That's pretty much it. Friends, Stefan Maia is my name. AddedSouls.com is the website. By all means, please consider signing up to AddedSouls.locals.com. It's free to do so, but once you're there, you can certainly support the Added Souls ministry monthly. No amount is too low. No amount is too high. It could be $5 a month. It could be 50 500 5000 whatever. It goes towards the greater good of the kingdom through the Maia family and the work we are involved in here at the East Coast of Canada with the East Coast Church of Christ. You can check us out, eastcoastchurchofchrist.com. You can check us out on Facebook as well, East Coast Church of Christ. Any concerns or questions you may have, you can drop them in the comment thread, or you can send me a private message, uh, email, addedsouls at gmail.com, all that kind of good stuff. Stay focused and stay positive. Lord willing, tomorrow uh, we will be here between, I don't know, 9 and 11 usually, a.m., and uh, we'll have ourselves a discussion about the socio-political landscape and current events of our day. That okay? Peace out.